And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague. Presented by BetMGM. Hello, howdy. Welcome in Back to the Futures here on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're tuning in a little bit late on this one, happy Sunday evening to everybody out there. A football and baseball-filled weekend. Uh, NBA preseason's underway, but really, it's just football, football, and baseball. That's the only thing going on um, right now. We've got an uh, update for you. Give you some scores before we check in with my great co-host over there. San Diego is up 4 nothing on the Mets, and uh, Baltimore up 3 nothing over Cincinnati on Sunday Night Football. Lucy Burge, hello. BetQL Network's very own, at Lucille Burge on Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Lucy, good evening. How is the weekend going for you? Good evening. It has been a wild spring, absolutely wild between baseball and football and just all these things happening locked in to baseball postseason because boom, here we go. Baseball season ends, postseason begins. I know the Red Sox are not in it, but it has been absolutely wild so far with the Mets. And now I am concerned for Zach's Mets and half my Mets because this could be the end of the road for them. We have, as I am so distracted right now, Sprague, because we have possibly a first in this Mets-Padres game. The umpires checked Musgrove's ear because it looked shiny. And then Andrew McCutcheon is tweeting that he possibly, not possibly, he said he definitely has red hot in his ear. So there's something people are speculating now are in his ear, but the way the umpires check the ear, I am just fascinated by this, where they rub his ear and then rub his temple. Like just, they had a very gentle motion about the the way that they did it, very knowing hands to rub the guy's ear. This is absolutely fascinating to me, but by, besides that, a lot of postseason baseball happening. Very happy for the Guardians mm-hmm. moving on to face the Yankees. Very happy for Terry Francona. It was a weekend filled with just watching baseball, football. My mom came up to visit. We had a great dinner last night and then back to our Mets. We were both then we parted ways and we're both watching the Mets. And that's the way this weekend has gone. Just postseason and then football. And there's nothing like it. Wouldn't have it any other way. Well, nothing is nothing beats Lucy playoff baseball. We will talk a little playoff baseball today. Let's let's start though in the national football league. Um, I don't know. I I, kind of generally like to warm into the show of the, what was Lucy's big, takeaway today and i'm always curious where you're going to go with that i want to start it's it's a pretty simple one for me the the nfc east has three teams who are a combined 13 and 2 uh you've got the eagles go 5 and 0 in arizona they don't cover the number but they went outright and then you get dallas on the road as a five-point dog they went outright against the rams and then you go to the london game early this morning west coast time 9 30 east coast time and the giants as a nine to nine and a half point dog uh, went outright. And so now you've got three of the four in the NFC East. The division, a lot of us in this industry clowned before the year came in. And you've got Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, 13-2. and two. It's hard not to say, as much as I despise some of those teams, it's hard for me not to say it, they're not the story of the weekend in the National Football League. What was your weekend takeaway from the NFL? Yes, well, the Giants are definitely one because you look at their odds from before the season and you look at them now and it's like, wow, that is that is shocking. They're one of the shocking teams so far. They're a little surprising. I have two takeaways, two big takeaways, and a question about this. A, a little bit of an Aaron Rodgers question. So first one, mm. Bailey Zappi, 
Bailey Zappi of the New England Patriots could very well take Mac Jones's job. After the way he played today, oh, after seeing zero percent. Well, what if? Really? What if? I'm not. I'm not saying okay. that. I'm not saying that it, it's going to happen. But the fact that people could even possibly speculate that it could is absolutely fascinating to me. Because first of all, Brian Hoyer was supposed to be the guy to step in for Mac Jones, who week to week could possibly play. Maybe he'll be back. No, Brian Hoyer goes down. Bailey Zappi comes mm-hmm. in, and look, this guy's good. Bailey Zappi can win games. Bailey Zappi almost like take Aaron Rodgers overtime. Bailey Zappi won today. Like this is against oh, the Lions, but you know my Lions did you know did, didn't score at all. But whatever, we're good. we're past it. We're past it. But this, I, looking at the lead up to this game and looking at the billboards along Route One in Foxborough, saying you've got this, Zappi, you can do this, and everyone's in on Zappi. You got his girlfriend posting Instagram stories saying you look like a snack in that uniform, BZ. The the vibes around this guy, it's like he's good. He could take. Could he be the guy? I don't know. I don't know. It's the, starting to think about it. Starting to ruminate about this. Could he take Mac Jones's job? That was one thing I was thinking about today because he's not the worst quarterback we have ever seen. He's not even the worst quarterback the Patriots have. So I don't know. Depends on what happens with Mac Jones. My other takeaway. Yes. <laughs> was there a, a rebuttal to that? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I do have a question. You, you've created a question yeah. in my head. I'll, I'll wait on what, what's okay. the other thing you took away. By the, way, the Jets are for real. The Jets are now You're buying the to, Jets. I'm buying the wow. Jets. I had them today. They were basically the only bet that hit for me today besides Tom Brady over his passing yards, which is a whole nother story. But no, so the Jets are tied for second in the, the, a- the, uh, the AFC East with the Dolphins, who l- last week or the week before we were saying the Dolphins are the best team in football. And now the Jets are in second place in the division. The Patriots dead last. This is wild. The Jets are good. The Jets are, are a solid team and a team to bet on. So I will be betting on the Jets from here on out. That was my other big takeaway today. You look up and you're like, wow, this the Jets are in the standings on paper, on the field. Not the worst team you've ever seen. My question from today, I saw this on Twitter and Aaron Rodgers being in London. And I, I was thinking about this too. So he is going to, this was the, there was a tweet today that he was in London. He's going to take away something weird some British thing from London. Like, what is it going to be that he's going to bring back like someone who studied abroad, like the kid in school who studied abroad for like a month and they come back from being abroad and they've picked up all the traits and they act like they lived there forever. Aaron Rodgers for sure is going to do something like that. And I think it's going to be, he's going to pick up either a British accent or he's going to assimilate with the culture, pick up a British accent, or throw in little vocab things when he's giving press conferences, like, oh, it was a, a tight game, isn't it? Or things like that. Or like, governor, or put like a U in, in the word color. Things like, there's something he's going to pick up there. But the speculations were wild. Like, he's going to start driving on the other side of the road. He's going to eat tea and crumpets, things like that. Like, he's, he's going to pick something up from London, from his experience there. Uh, he strikes me, my, my thought on Rodgers today, aside from being a choke artist in London who loves to throw a deep ball to absolutely nobody, even though he knows he has no targets. Uh, my, my hot take is his, his big London excursion brings him some sophisticated, nuanced look at hops, mm. and he's going to create a beer. 
That's that's my takeaway is he's going to oh. – I went to all these these little dive pubs, and I loved it. And he's going to create his own pub somewhere in Wisconsin. It's going to be a madhouse. He's going to create money, and he's going to get into the, the bar restaurant revenue business. Like that's that's kind of my takeaway from London for Aaron Rodgers because my other takeaway is that you suck and you shouldn't be outscored mm. 17 to nothing against the New York Giants who who – like all they want to do is run the football. It's, I I I I don't understand Green Bay at all. Their defense appears to be a little overrated. Let me ask you this: You brought up Billy Zappi. Bailey is it Bailey Zappi? Billy Zappi. Bailey Zappi. If Bailey you don't know Zappi. now, you know that that name yeah. is going to be up in lights. Just you wait. <laughs> okay, but let me ask you this though: Which fan base? You East Coast people are nuts. I just I let me just say that now. I'm on the West Coast here. I'm in Portland, right? You East Coast people are nuts. It's why your teams are good, by the way. It's a compliment. You guys care a hell of a lot about all your sports teams. And on the West Coast, we're like, hey, the Trailblazers made the playoffs for the 22nd year. Barely ever in contention, but they're in it. And we're like, yay, good for them. That's cool, what a great man. Team to root for. Yeah, that's cool, dude. Yeah. Um, so it's a compliment to say that you guys are psychopaths. Which fan base would be more open and accepting to a quarterback change, New England or Dallas? So you have a Cooper Rush in for Dak Prescott. Uh, Cooper Rush has not lost a game as a starting quarterback. He's one of five players to do that all time in his first five games. And you've got Bailey Zappi, damn near one on the road at Lambeau as almost a double-digit dog, and then just – you know, New England picked that Detroit apart today. Finally held Detroit scoreless on the season. They were a powerhouse offensively, and their defense lit them up. Which fan base do you think, if if the team said, this guy's taking this guy's job, which fan base would be most open to it, even though it's not going to happen? Well, could happen. I think New England for sure. I think New England for sure, and this is why. when Matt, well, The Lambeau game, I think, is going to – not cement Bailey Zappi's legacy, but it began it. It sure began it because it earned he him lost. a lot of respect. But he, he took Aaron in his first ever NFL game. He took Aaron Rodgers to overtime at Lambeau. That is a big deal. And people here saw that. And the talk around here, Bailey Zappi is a guy. He is him. He is He's, respected. Oh my he, he is, is respected. Guy. But here's the thing. <laughs> Juxtaposed with the way Mac Jones went out, the ankle injury that looked like he had been shot in the head. He was the report saying he saw the pictures, the, the AP photographs that did him dirty of him going down the stairs and him screaming and people saying that he is soft. I do not agree with this, that he's soft. But the okay. narrative was we've never seen Brady go down like that screaming before. And now Mac Jones is doing that. So I think that people compared him to that. So that I think he might have lost with the, with a majority of fans, not majority, but a bunch of fans, not me specifically, but a lot of fans lost, not respect for him, but see him differently as soft. There's a lot of soft discussion. Bailey Zappi comes in and is lights out and can take, again, Aaron Rodgers to overtime at Lambeau. Like, that is going to be remembered for a long time. So if, if the Patriots tonight announced it's Bailey Zappi over Mac Jones, I don't think there would be much, if any, pushback. Because now fans Jeez. in New England are not – they're not tied to their quarterback anymore the way they were to Brady. No one is really tied to Mac Jones. He's not the but, but franchise. But he's a second year. He's a second year guy. You don't think they're tied to him, really? You think if they announce it, they mm. just be like, "Well, I get it. We're one and one." Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think wow. it'd be like, yeah, I understand. I understand because I think a lot of fans will see that Bailey Zappi gives the team a better chance to win and has a better vibe about mm. him. I that mm. billboard along Route One, but you got this Zappi. That is something you rarely really see. You see them like Gronk, like thanks for everything, Gronk, thanks for everything, Tom. I don't remember one for Mac Jones so much. But this is this guy. There's something about him. It might be partly his name is very catchy. So you remember it. Mac Jones is fine too. But I don't think there would be a big uproar if they sw- did a switcheroo and we're like, you know what? And Bill was like, you know what? I think Bailey Zappi's our guy now for the rest of the season. Mac Jones would be the backup. I think people would be like, yeah, that's okay. I think people would be fine with it. I want to uh, I want to get into the NFC picture because uh, I was texting with some buddies of mine and I text three teams. Now I, I didn't really think about this. It was like a quick text, but I text I text them. Hey, who do you think the best team in the NFC is? And as quickly as I texted out, I I, I went Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, Bucks, and it was interesting because one of my friends was like, "You just can't type the Giants, can you?" And I thought, oh yeah, the Giants are the Giants are four and one. Say what you want yeah. about that loss to Dallas, who by the way also four and one. The, yeah, the Giants are four and one with a win over Aaron Rodgers. I didn't type Green Bay. I I, I didn't type. Um, I I I didn't Did type Minnesota. Minnesota's four and one. But like, I yeah, it was it was Philly, it was Dallas, it was San Francisco, and it was Tampa Bay. And there was no, yeah. why didn't I include Minnesota in that? Was I just not thinking? Do I not really buy Minnesota who had to come back and, you know, damn near gave that game away to the Bears after having such a big lead? I didn't type the Giants. So I want to dive into the NFC playoff, kind of how it looks right now of of power rankings. I want to do that in the AFC as well, because you mentioned the Jets. We talked about the Jets uh, with Zach. So we'll, we'll do that at some point. Zach's going to hop on and give us a few games for Guess the Line. So we'll play that game again. And then uh, we will probably wrap it up with some playoff baseball. Uh, college football, yes. you know, my Beavs had a remarkable late win. But for the most part, college football was kind of meh this weekend. There wasn't a whole lot. I mean, outside of Texas A&M having a bad last play. Texas. TCU, Texas. I mean, they dominated Texas the Red River. Themselves. And then TCU and, and Kansas was a, actually a really fun, highly skilled receiving game. Um, but there just wasn't a whole lot of big picture stuff and so i don't know yeah. if we'll get into much college football today so we got to get to play out baseball because well it's it's going on right now and some teams it's currently advanced, happening so. yes so that's kind of what i'm thinking today lucy so what we're going to do when we come up next is uh I, I i feel like by the way i've been keeping track i think you've won every week of guess the lines does that feel right? I, I I would like to agree with that. I will say yes. I Yep. I've also been keeping track okay. as well for sure. And I agree. I think I have. Yes, I have one every week. Oh, as I will going for forward sure every keeping week. keeping track, huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also <laughs> going to put a future on myself to win the rest of them. So that's oh, going to happen. Oh, wow. Too. I might be, might be favored out? to win the rest of them. So that's, I'm at plus 200 to, to just wow. sweep the rest of them. So. Boy, we have like. We have 13 weeks left. That's how bad at this game I am. It's only plus 200 for you to go undefeated in the next 13 weeks. Uh, so get we will it. get, we will play guess the lines with our super producer Zach. We'll talk about the NFC uh, picture, how you view the best teams in the NFC, and also the AFC and uh, playoff baseball loaded show. Let's dive in back to the futures. Brandon Sprague here, Lucy Burge on the East Coast. Back with more on the Vet Q and 
Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM, with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. If you have to own a sports franchise, I mean, you would pick an NFL team if you had to pick a franchise to own, right? What about the Lakers? Imagine, like, owning the Lakers. Like, the Knicks. I get to bring the Knicks back to prominence. Well, I mean, I watched the Jerry Buss HBO show. His life seemed pretty fun. It was also in the 80s. Like, a bit of a different... It was also, yeah, it was also the 80s, and his best friend was Hugh Hefner. <laughs> so, like, okay, that's Yes, I mean, good. like, it seems like a pretty cool friend to have. Uh, I, maybe the Knicks, honestly. Because as a result of owning the Knicks, you like would you'd own Madison Square Garden, which would be like the cool. Well, it's well, it's more just like so, like I feel like I would get free agents to come and play for the Knicks, and like when so, and when so the no Knicks one could get free Knicks agents. In New York. But you, Nick Costos, the owner of the New York Knicks, would get free agents, even though no one. Well, could. it's not it's not no one can get free agents. It's that that clown Jim Dolan can't get free agents. You better you bet three to seven p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, starring Ryan Horvat, Quentin Mayo, and Trista Crick on the BetQL Network. I was upstairs, and I get a phone call from my mom, and I'm like, oh, she must forget that I'm on air. And I'm like, wait a minute, no, because she watches the show all the time, and she yeah. was just texting me about the show. So then she calls me again, and I'm like, oh, somebody's dead, because she's calling me while I'm on the air. Yeah, it has to be important. No, no, she asked me, what happened to Sammy Watkins? What? Yeah, she's worried. She's worried about the wide receiver room for our Green Bay Packers. Mom is worried about Sammy Watkins. I said, what do you mean, in 2015, the last time he played all 16 games? Mom. Mom's calling about old Sammy Dubs. Why don't you just text us, and then we'll turn that into a discussion on the show. I said, I'll call you on the way home. And she said, well, I'll be asleep. And I said, you ain't going anywhere. You agree to miss the 1035 segment. We got 15 games of Major League Baseball. I'm giving you value on 14 of them. BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern, from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Check out BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. With the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. I think the Falcons need to be the team of BetQL Daily. They are the cover team of the year so far. We were on it from the beginning. I don't know how good they are. They're going to win seven games probably, eight games, whatever. But I think they should be our team this year. I feel like we're trending towards a major cover season for the Atlanta Falcons. Now, if they start winning, maybe the numbers move. But I like this team. There's something about them. Four weeks now. I mean, look, they could have won all four games. They were right there. Funny you say that. I made a futures bet this morning that's Falcons related. What is Same. Uh-oh. You did too? Yep. What did Does you do, it Paul? start with a 50? Does it start with a 50? It's a 50. Yep. What is it? Arthur Smith, Coach of the Year. Ah. Yes. I like it. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome back in. Back to the Futures here on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app. Good evening. Happy Sunday. 
we will play a game of Guess the Lines coming up in the last segment. We'll go through some of the big games next weekend, see if we can get our feel of, of what Vegas is thinking, the odds makers, and then maybe even give our thoughts on some of those lines. Um, and then maybe have some time to get into the NFC, AFC power rankings because I, I am curious, Lucy, how you view the AFC because I think everybody would say Kansas City, Buffalo, and I think conversely in the NFC, it might be the three teams I name, but or the four teams I name, but maybe people actually feel strongly about Minnesota. Maybe the Giants do need to be taken uh, more for real than than I give them credit. So if we get to that today, we'll see. But uh, let's talk a little playoff baseball. It's uh, currently give you an update right now. It's it's not going well. Your your half Mets and Zach's full Mets are down four nothing. Bottom of the seventh. Um, it's just their offense has been non-existent. San Diego's dealing right now. Uh, the Mets accused their starting pitcher of cheating and having his ears checked. Musgrove was out there and they were rubbing his ears. It's really weird and odd. That they was... couldn't find anything. And no. uh, it looks like desperate... San Diego at least. De- yeah, des- desperate attempt by Buckshow Walter because this vibe is yeah. not great. This is, this is a it's, it's a little, actually, it's a little, um, <sighs> I think you cross the line doing that. I mean, if you don't have definitive proof, it's just kind of odd to stop play. Like you're getting your butt kicked. That's not because he has Vaseline in his ear. But uh, it appears right now, maybe I'll be wrong, but uh, bottom of the seventh, no offense going. San Diego is going to upset the Mets, who won 101 games this year and might be looking at being bumped in the wild card round. Yeah. I also had three bets on the four bets on this game, and I don't think any of them are mm. going super great right now because I had Chris Bassett mm. over four and a half strikeouts. I had Pete Alonzo over one and a half total bases. He currently has one total base. That might be the one that does it for me. Starling Marte to get a hit. And Jeff McNeil, no, Lindor, no, sorry, I had Lindor. Actually, I had Lindor over one and a half total bases. I had Pete Alonso to get a hit, so that one, here we go. And then I think I had Starling <laughs> Marte as the fourth one to get a hit. So, I mean, we're we're almost there, everybody. Best I can do is three out of four. But this game, I mean, the vibe, the, it just it looks like there's no, no it's not going to pick up. There's no offense. At, just mm-hmm. as you said, it, it's it's that feeling where they're just done. They're just, they know that they've already been eliminated. This is the end of the road for the Mets, I would say right now. And it's just, you look at the crowd, you look at everything. It's just, I mean, if they can put together a comeback, that would be ideal. But the ear thing, I'm glad, you know, thank you, Buck Walter, because now we have the images of this, the technique with which he did it, the temple rub, everything. That is going to be (laughs) something that is remembered. In this postseason, when we look back, that's going to be one of the things in the montage from this entire postseason is the ear check. It's ear gate. It's whatever you want to call it. But this is a bummer, bummer of a game for Mets fans because there was a lot of hope after yesterday. And now all of that hope, you can just see the deflation, absolute deflation right now throughout all of this. I mean, it's just, this is too bad. It's been interesting, Lucy, the playoffs so far. So you had, you know, you had St. Louis uh, get upset by Philadelphia. Philadelphia now gets ready to play on Tuesday 10 a.m. my time, 1 o'clock your time against my Atlanta Bravos. We'll see if the Atlanta Braves, uh, if, if the rest is going to hurt them. Some people believe in that, right? Like maybe the Phillies, who I'm not particularly high on and kind of you know, backed their way into the postseason, they pull off this first-round upset against the Cardinals. Maybe the Phillies have built some momentum, and maybe the Braves being off for some time uh, is going to hurt them. In the AL, I mean, you had the Seattle Mariners take game one. Luis Castile was a stud. And they took game one against Toronto. They were trailing eight to one against the Blue Jays in game two. 
came back and won 10-9. And uh, it's like the largest comeback on the road in baseball history. It's the largest blown, you know, lead in baseball history. Just everything you'd want, you'd think a, a, a seven-run lead would be is exactly what it was. And the Mariners get to the postseason for the first time in 21 years, Lucy. And they advance. They go back yeah. to the ALDS where they'll take on Houston. Cleveland, it takes 15 long innings in game two, and a rookie hits Love a drop-off home run, and the Guardians now take on the Yankees. What have you made of the postseason so far? What teams may be catching your eye? Do you feel any differently about teams uh, versus, like, what you did or thought about them coming into it, or are you still kind of a wait-and-see mode because wild-card weekend's here, and now here comes divisional round baseball? Yeah, so I do have my World Series pick, which I did pick before the postseason began, the Astros, to win the World Series plus 400. I got that. But I am now I, – I still like them to win the World Series. But teams that have caught my eye because this postseason has not disappointed for basically – one second. Like, not one second of this postseason has been boring. It is the opposite of that Thursday night football game. This is an instance where the majority of people can agree that baseball has been more exciting than football that Thursday night. This, is, this, this has gotten me very excited because I really like the Guardians – and I am having trouble with this one because now the Mariners are playing the Astros who I have to win the world series, but I do like the Mariners story. So I yeah. am, I'm struggling with this a little bit. I'm still in on the Astros to win it because I think you think about the rest of the longevity of the postseason and how many more games you think about how many more games are left to be played in this postseason. how long a five game series is how long two seven game series are. Can these teams, can the Mariners really make it through all of that? So I'm still confident in the Astros, but I really, really like the story of the Guardians. And I like the way that they have, they have made this postseason electric so far from the, first, the very first game of this postseason with the Guardians. The electricity with the umpire Mike in the first inning. You're like, okay, this is postseason baseball. Here we go. Hits you right in the face. Absolutely love that. But the Guardians energy is great. Terry Francona can't go wrong because I do love me some Terry Francona, but there's like the video of him riding out on a scooter out of the park, things like that. This team has some energy. They have some personality to them. And I was really hoping the Mets would get through, but I don't think that's going to happen. So that's going to be a, a Padres Dodgers situation, but the, the Dodgers, I wanted to take them to win the world series, but it's too chalky. And I don't really trust them as much as I would say the Astros hmm. for sure, especially with Verlander. Yeah, I kind of I like the matchup they're getting here with San Diego. I guess we'll see. I, I, do you believe in the you know the rest rust thing? Like, where are you at on that? Like, do you buy into like you'd rather your team play, or would you rather them get the rest here? I, I think history actually suggests rest is better. But you get you know from time to time we get these incredible runs of teams that come out of nowhere or go farther than we think, and everybody's like, well, they they got the momentum and the team they beat to get to that point didn't like. Where are you at on that? Because I, I would lean Dodgers in that Padres series if the Padres do indeed uh, finish that game out and take, uh, take out the Mets. I, I, I would lead Dodgers. I just – I don't know so much is this like Padres being dominant or is this – no offense to half of you, uh, well, actually one and a half of you of the show, or is this like the Mets kind of fell apart at the end and good season, great season, kind of a surprise, but – you know, I'm not stunned here. Like, where do you lean on the rest versus rust stuff? 
So I definitely think it, I think in a sense, it depends. I think it depends on the, the makeup of your team, how your team prepares, but I would go with, I would rather have my team rest than keep playing because you can get mentally fatigued. You can get very physically fatigued. And this is what I think about with Aaron Judge is if I think he must be, my first thought looking at this matchup, he must be very tired after that mentally and physically after the home run race, but he has had rest. So that is in his advantage, I think. But I think rest absolutely over rust because then it comes down to the mental preparation and you just, you know, in your mind, you're ready and you could not be more ready. And every day you get more ready to go. And so I think you have time to mentally prepare. You have time to mentally sort yourself out. I think rest, I would absolutely take my team to rest over playing. So I go rest over rust for sure. Yeah, uh, Zach put it in the chat. Guardians plus 182 to win that series against New York. Mm. You did say one line uh, very quickly, not been boring. Can we be honest, though? Mm. 15, 15 innings of baseball, like seven-hour game with one yeah, I love run. It. You yeah, do? I, I mean, I, I guess I, I do, too. That gives you, you know, suspense Frank, at every you, pitch, right? You, you know what I tweeted during that game? I, yeah. I, in the 11th inning, the 11th inning, I said, I hope this game goes 20 innings. I wanted as many innings as possible because we are coming down to the wire here in terms of the baseball season ending. And I am getting very unsettled about it. So the more innings, the more games, the more hours of baseball we get, the better. So I am in favor of all of these games going 20 innings, let's say, because then you get rest versus rust discussion and everybody's going to be not rested. Everybody's going to be very tired. Yeah, that is going to be nuts. No, but I will take a 20 inning game over I don't, i'm not over anything but like i, I don't mind a 20 inning game <laughs> versus a, um, a 15 inning game i don't mind where are you let me ask you this where are you at uh, so you, you you you're taking the strows here you just said yeah. that but like how can you want to bet against cal raleigh the big dumper j-rod like suarez how, how can you want to bet against this team i i'll tell you right now i'm in portland oregon right we don't have a team so it's kind of a lot of Cubs fan, Braves fans, Yankee fans, Mariner fans, etc. I don't normally care for the Mariners. I don't. I really don't. Like it doesn't bother me that they went 21 years. I think it's kind of funny actually. But this team is likable, and I'm I'm yeah. more just curious. Are you going to struggle with this? Like, well, I have to have my pick be right because you're on all our betting platforms, or the big dumper coming through and upsetting the Astros, who I think the Astros actually took the season series from them. So where are you at on the Mariners? Yeah, so Sprague, this is a tough one for me because after watching the Mariners yesterday and seeing big dumper and and Cal Raleigh being such a great name in itself, let alone his nickname, and how likable this team is, I was like, shoot, this is going to be really tough to root against the Mariners because I do of course want the Astros to win and I do think they will win but I think I will root for the Mariners to put on a good show while they lose in this series to the Astros is how I'm going to split the difference here because yes mm. the, but the Mariners had a good run they have broken their their postseason curse and they've done what they have well, haven't done in a long time so they've had enough that's good but I don't think realistically the Mariners can beat the Astros as much as it would be a fantastic story. I am all for great stories and storylines as we know. However, I think the Astros will beat the Mariners here, but it will be tough 
if the Mariners are hitting home run after home run or something like mm. that, then I don't to get to not get in on the excitement of that because of wow. Cal Raleigh and Big Dumper and the things like that. But I am still going to be rooting pretty hard for the Astros because I will remember that I do love Dusty Baker. And Dusty Baker is one cool cat. Mm. So I am going to think about that and be like, you know what? I want this for Dusty Baker and Christian Vasquez because Christian Vasquez, I want a World Series for him because of the way the Red Sox just traded him away, so horrifically tearing him away from his team. So I will focus on those things as Cal Raleigh is hitting dingers and being big dumper all over the place throughout this Okay, so confirm my co-host enjoys cheaters, so that's cool to know. She's going to root for the cheaters. Yep, totally. Uh, I'm I'm going to get a trash can. I'm going to be slamming that trash can all night. How? 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 How can you... How can you root? Like, I, I know we're, we're, we're doing a show on, hey, let's make money, right? Like, the Mariners, by the way, I think are, yeah, plus 186 to win that series against Houston. I, mm. I don't like that matchup for them. But, but I've seen the Houston Astros choke a little bit in the last couple playoffs. I know they've gotten far. They've been a contender. They just won the World Series last year. I get that. But I don't know if I'm buying it. I don't know if I'm buying it all the way. I think there's real value here. The Mariners to not only win that series, but I think you look to the futures here and the Mariners ALCS odds, man, if the guardians can play how they played, why can't they get the Yankees? The Yankees got off to the Mm -hmm. hottest start in baseball and kind of fell back into more normalcy. I think the guardians have an opportunity. If it's guardians Mariners, I mean, at that point, you're just shrugging your shoulders because you don't know who to pick. The Astros, while they are the favorite, they are the more talented team. They won the season series against the Mariners, Lucy. I am telling you, I cannot wait to see because the Astros are eight and home since uh, eight and zero at home games in the ALDS since 2017. So that's a pretty good sample size. But I've also was at the Braves Mariner game uh, what a month ago, and that was a playoff atmosphere. I'm telling you, when Safeco or no yeah. T-Mobile Park, whatever the hell they named it now. When that place is rocking, it is one of the better home field advantages. I know you don't know it because you were like 10 when they were last there. But when that stadium is rocking, it is a great home field advantage. So I'm actually going to take the Mariners here. Uh, One, I get to root against a bunch of cheaters. And two, I'm getting plus money value on a team that I think kind of just believes in themselves. I mean, they they finally got over that hump. In that last game, they had every reason – to just, oh, we didn't have it, and the, the Jays did, and all right, here we go, game three. And they didn't. They were down seven runs, one of the largest postseason runs ever. So I'm going to take the Mariners here. I, I I really like them. I like their chances, and I hate the Astros, so it's a perfect combination for me. Yeah, well, good luck up against uh, Justin Verlander and my Astros then because now we have a show bet on this because yes, now we we're do. going head-to-head in this series. This is this is going to be good. Now I'm going to, oh, I'm going to get so many trash cans. I'm going to be slamming them the whole time. <laughs> Let's go, Strohs. Space City, baby. Let's go. It's the yeah. Trey oh, Mancini, you're like right. Our, our our team over here has made a good point. Like, Trey Mancini is the only redeeming quality about him, but I they still have a lot of those dudes, so I'm still yeah. I'm out on them. Go, go Mariners. Right, we'll we'll have a show bet on that one. Um, yeah. Let's play Guess the Lines with Zach Kroll. And Lucy, how we're feeling about the AFC and the NFC. That's next. Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM.
Check out BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. So the Yankees World Series or bus, what have you done the last 13 years? I, I can't stand. I can't, they are the worst fan base. Whatever. <laughs> throw, throw them out of the court. The mercy of the court. I, I really hope they don't advance. Like I don't want them to win. Uh, what do we do with Yankees fans? What, what should be the punishment? If we're gonna put it on a person, let me add it on a person. Since you know, I you know, I don't want to fall into the trap of like of, of trolls. How about Roger Maris Jr.? I've had enough of him. He's, he's out there. He's out there this morning talking about how they need to change the rules for just 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 so it's like judge and maris together like eliminate all the steroid guys now we're going to do this in 2022 roger maris jr is out there because he's in the limelight he loves every second of it betql daily with the joes and aaron hawksworth presented by bet mgm nine to noon eastern on the betql network always live on the free odyssey app Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvath, Quentin Mayo, and Trista Crick on the BetQL Network. I was upstairs and I get a phone call from my mom and I'm like, oh, she must forget that I'm on air. And I'm like, wait a minute, no, because she watches the show all the time. And she yeah. was just texting me about the show. So then she calls me again and I'm like, oh, somebody's dead. Because she's calling me while I'm on the air. Yeah, that's me important. No, no, she asked me, what happened to Sammy Watkins? What? Yeah, she's worried. She's worried about the wide receiver room for our Green Bay Packers. Wait, and I, mom. And I said, mom is I said, worried about I said, Sammy I said, what do you mean, in 2015, the last time he played all 16 games? Mom. My mom's calling about old Sammy Dubs. Yeah. Why don't you just text us, and then we'll turn that into a discussion on the show. I said, I'll call you on the way home. And she said, well, I'll be asleep. And I said, you ain't going anywhere. You agree to miss the 10-35 segment. We got 15 really? games of Major League Baseball. I'm giving you value on 14 of them. BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Well, here's the thing. I know people are trying to promote themselves as, you know, sports betting analysts and whatever. We all want to be good at our jobs. But the bottom line is sports betting is a business in which nobody is going to win all of their plays. And we have this influx of new bettors coming into the fold who you need to be very careful. People are betting actual dollars on this game and if they think that you know your picks are never going to lose they're going to lose money and they need to be aware of the consequences so i think this goes hand in hand with what is it responsible gaming month maybe that was september maybe october is like the opposite uh but still i think it's important for people to know that not everybody wins all of their bets even if they tell you that they do the daily tip weekday morning 6 to 9 eastern on the betql network always live on the free odyssey app Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the future with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, we wrap it up here. Back to the Futures here on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Lucy Burge, Brandon Sprague here. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate all the support every single week. Uh, we're going to play Guess the Lines. Let's do this. Let's bring Zach on. And uh, our super producer, Zach Kroll, who is Mr. College Basketball. So I'm sure he's getting excited the closer to November we get. Um, And uh, we're going to play Guess the Lines here in a second. Let me ask each of you. I want everybody's opinion here. I want – I'm going to go to you first, Lucy, and then you, Zach. Give me the four best teams to you. Now, I know we got Cincinnati and Baltimore still pending. Last I checked, Baltimore was still up 10-7 in that game. 
but give me your four best teams in the NFC. We'll start in the NFC. Lucy, go. Okay, NFC. I'm not okay. The Bucks. I'm gonna say will be. Uh, I don't. I don't know where to put the Bucks. Oh no. Okay, I'm gonna say. Ooh, and then Giants too. Oh no. I'm great. I'm gonna say start Cowboys number one. Start at four. Start at four. Start oh. at four. I will okay. go. Shoot. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 49ers. Okay. Then the Bucks. Then okay. the Giants. Then the Cowboys. Not the five and zero Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. That, oh, shoot. Okay. I'm going to bump <laughs> everything down one. The Eagles have to be in there. I'm going to go. Niners Eagles, are out. Cowboys. Niners out. Cut them. I'm going to go Bucks over. Mm. Bucks, I'm going to say fourth. I'm going to say Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Bucks. Okay. Zach, who are your four, four to one? NFC. So I agree. I would go Eagles one. Really impressive win today in Arizona when they easily could have lost, mm-hmm. found a way. I'll go Eagles one. I will actually go 49ers at two. I think they have the best defense in the league. It's really impressive mm-hmm. what they're doing. This kid, Hufanga, getting the big pick six on Monday night uh, against the Rams. Jimmy G's making plays. I will go with the Niners at two. I have to go Dallas at three. Uh, Cooper Rush is doing uh, what they need him to do, just being a game manager. Their defense is also playing uh, really well right now. And I'll go Tampa Bay at four. I'm still – not too impressed, but in the I think they're going to win the NFC South easily. And in the playoffs, Tom Brady and a good defense, that's always going to give you a chance. So I would go uh, Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Bucks. Yeah, uh, Hufunga is actually an Oregon-based kid. He grew up about an, uh, 20 minutes from Oregon State's campus. He was going to go to Oregon State. He ended up going to USC because, well, it's USC. Um, so he's been a really fun story out here on the West Coast to watch him kind of thrive in that 49er D'Amico Ryan's gonna be the next big coach that's hired probably just like Robert Sala was a couple years ago for the Jets uh, I hear what you're saying they did lose Emmanuel Mosley today he had a pick six and then about a quarter later he tore his ACL and so uh, their defense is statistically it's the best in the NFL but they continue to get banged up so you kind of wonder about that I like where you guys are going with that um, if I was to go four to one very quickly I would probably go I'd probably go San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Dallas, and Philly. I, th- I think Dallas is pass rush and defense. And look, the rest let them play real physical in that secondary today. I thought Dallas's defense was unbelievable. Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott, LeBron James, you know, meme with the cigarette in his ear. Don't matter. Hand the ball to Tony Pollard and Zeke, and you got a stout defense with an elite pass rusher and Mike Parsons. So, uh, I think that's how I'd view the NFC. What would you guys think of the AFC? And then we'll go play guess the lines. Okay, AFC. I'm going to go Bills, Chiefs, and then I, I want to say the Jets. I want to say the Jets are third. I would say that I, I like – I think the Jets are really go- – they're a surprise mm-hmm. team this season. They are the surprise team this season. So I'm going to go Jets. And then I'm going to say uh, – Chargers or Titans? I'm going to say Chargers. Okay. Zach? Honestly, right now, I just think the two best teams in this conference are Kansas City and Buffalo by a large margin, and then it's everyone else. Uh, it's yeah. crazy because we spent a lot of this offseason talking about not only the AFC West as a division, but the whole AFC and how good of a league it's going to be. And I think ultimately by season's end, we'll see what happens with this Sunday with this uh, Sunday night game. I still believe in Baltimore with the way Lamar Jackson's playing. I uh, trust coach Harbaugh. I think they're going to be right in it till the end. But besides those three teams, not going to lie, there isn't 
there aren't a ton of teams I trust uh, in the AFC right now. I still don't trust the Chargers. I They didn't deserve to win today. Brandon Staley going for it on fourth and two, up two with a chance to turn the ball over on their own side of the field when Cleveland only needs a field goal to win. I don't really buy the Titans. I don't really even buy the Bengals either. We'll see what happens with uh, Tua when he mm. gets healthy. But I, I think right now, Kansas City, Buffalo, and everyone else. Yeah, no, it's hard to argue with that. I, I think we all kind of agree with that, right? Like, Kansas City and Buffalo seem to kind of be on a collision course if they don't have to take each other on in the divisional round to the championship weekend. You know what kind of pisses me off is the Chargers because I, I want to say the Chargers are in this for me. I really like Justin Herbert. Their coach, I, I just, Zach, you brought it up, man. I can in good conscience bet the Chargers. Their coach just every single week, I'm like, what, 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 what am I going to get play calling wise? And today, I mean, if you got the Chargers, you probably got them at, at minus two. And what the game end up being? They only won by two. So it's like at best you're pushing with this team. It's just so hard to bet on them because I think their coach is kind of an idiot. Uh, I don't know why you don't punt there. I don't know why you give the Browns the football on the, you know, in your own territory. I don't know why you would want to do that. That doesn't make any sense to me. And so it's it's hard to really say the Chargers. I think you kind of have to, though. I mean, I. Cincinnati, Baltimore, duking it out right now, and Cincinnati just tied it as we're basically going into the half at ten. Uh, I still kind of believe in Baltimore, so I'm going to say Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore, Chargers. But I mean, I'm I think your thinking's right. Chargers, Titans, Bengals, Jets. They all maybe the Browns if they can stay above. Yeah, I think they're just all kind of right there in this in the same kind of area so it's interesting no doubt in the afc nfc let's play guess the lines We've got about six minutes left lucy's kicking my butt every week on this thing uh zach let's get it going all right guys one team that we haven't mentioned yet on this show that i think could be a big storyline nationally heading into tomorrow is the pittsburgh steelers and my first question is i don't know if i'd ever say this but are the pittsburgh steelers right now one of the five worst teams in football because they got absolutely yes. destroyed by Buffalo today, and they're <laughs> going to be hosting uh, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady next week. And then the next two games after that are going to be at Miami and at Philly. So there's a good chance that Mike Tomlin could somehow start off 1-7, 1-8. and, seven, one and eight. This is a guy that's never had a losing season. So, uh, Lucy, I can see the look on your face. You're excited for this one. Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. Guess the line. When I saw this was the matchup, I was like, this is fantastic for Tom Brady because he can get an easy win here and something in his life will be easy right now. So I am thinking, I like, it should be Bucks minus like 14, but I want to say Bucks, I don't think it'll mm. be that. Bucks, Bucks, mm. Bucks minus seven. Oh, I will take the Bucks minus 11, and if it's higher than that, I, I will not be surprised. Pittsburgh sucks. They stink. They're awful. Uh, to show up like that today with that effort, is that's awful. embarrassing. Uh, I think he's finally going to have his first sub-500 season of his career. It's bound to happen at some point, um, but I'll say 11. Wow, Vegas giving uh, the Steelers a little bit more respect than you guys think. Tampa Bay opens as, as an eight-point favorite. Lucy takes round one. Tampa minus eight. eight. It should be like 20. Eight. Yes. Walk oh, me through. Wild. Walk me through okay, how that okay. Pittsburgh I'm offense. Glad. Walk me through. Walk me through how that Pittsburgh offense scored three points today. is going to score more than that against that Tampa Bay defense. Please tell me how. It's Vegas weird with Kenny Pickett because 
they they put him in against the Jets last week, and that was an obvious situation to start him, I thought, because the week before you had a Thursday night game against Cleveland where you could just use that as a mini buy and let him uh, game plan with him. And my thing with Mike Tomlin is I thought Pickett should have started from the beginning. I'm not a Trubisky guy, and he never even gave Pickett a chance to win the job. He was practicing uh, with the backups. He never even got a chance to, to practice with the first team in the preseason, and Mitch Trubisky – uh, just doesn't play well in the first mm. four games. I think that Pickett is going to be better than Trubisky, and the offense will give a better showing. And uh, maybe maybe Vegas just doesn't think the Steelers are starting one and six. I, I guess yeah, we'll see. What's the next game? I can't believe Lucy just beat me in that. I'm kind of pissed by that. <laughs> All right. This might be the game of the year. We just brought it up. The two teams in the AFC that are ahead of everyone right now, a rematch of the classic AFC divisional matchup last year, Josh Allen and the Bills Ooh. heading to Arrowhead. Taking on Patrick mm. Mahomes and the Chiefs. Keep in mind, Kansas City, they have a, a game before this uh, Monday Night Football coming up tomorrow night. But we have Bills at Chiefs break. Guess the line. Um, so I kind of like – I, I picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl this year. I know Kansas City is going to be a short week. <sighs> this is tough. I'm going to say Buffalo minus two and a half. Lucy? You said at Kansas City, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. Buffalo minus two and a I, half. I think they're going to be the favorite. I'm going to say Kansas City minus two. Mm. All right, Sprague okay. evens it up. Buffalo opens as a one and a half point favorite. But, guys, here's oh, my question. Oh, man. Let's oh, go. No. I'm a hammer in the bills. Vegas is hammer really saying on a neutral field, Buffalo is five points better than Kansas City. Like, I know Buffalo's really good, but I, yeah. this should be a pick in my opinion. I mean, Buffalo is a road mm. favorite? Well, I, I've, I've read I some stuff on, like, football outsiders and stuff, Zach, where it's the three points to a team for home stuff is not as prominent anymore. So I don't I don't know if it's five, but, yeah, I, I get it, man. I think Buffalo's the better team. Well, beauty is we get to find out. Uh, let's, do, let's do one more. We only got two here. We got 90 seconds left. Let's get one more in, Zach. All right, this is a game in the NFC, two teams we just spoke about. This is going to be Sunday Night Football next week. Another just massive game, Dallas. They're going on the road to Philadelphia. Winner of this game is going to be in first place in the NFC East and maybe even uh, the entire NFC. Lucy, I'll start with you. Guess the line. Okay, I'm going to go Philadelphia at home. Philadelphia minus seven. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to short you there. Philadelphia minus five just to hopefully get the lower number. Spray gets it. Eagles open as a no! five-and-a-half-point favorite over <laughs> Dallas. Oh, about time. Well, that bet you what? made was they already lost. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How about that? Well, My that first one of the as, year. As, as the Mets are falling to absolute pieces, it is now Yeah, they're, I'll give you an update. They're 6 nothing. bottom eight. They're, uh, they're going to well, get moved off after winning 101 games. Hey, thank you. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often for me, so I appreciate it. Uh, Zach, good stuff. Thank you so much for hopping on. Um, Boy, there was a lot we didn't even get to, but that's what an hour show does. We'll be back next week. Uh, Give Lucy a follow at Lucille Burge, at Zach Kroll, K-R-U-L-L. And I'm Brandon Sprague. We'll talk to you guys next week here. Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM.